Welcome to the Sunbury Press Book Show on the BookSpeak Network. Sunbury Press publishes print, electronic, and audiobooks under a variety of imprints and categories available worldwide wherever books are sold. And now your host, the founder and CEO of Sunbury Press, Lawrence Knorr. We're at the Christian Baker Farm near historic Boiling Springs, Pennsylvania. My guest today is novelist John James Minster. He wrote The Undertaker's Daughter. Anna and Timmy's summer of love has turned into a nightmare in an attempt to frighten bullies into peace. Anna experiments with old Jewish magic, but the ancient Abrahamic ritual doesn't go as planned. The eldritch power takes dark and unexpected turns, endangering those she loves and forcing her to decide who she is and who she wants to be. Don't play with dead things. <laughs> John James Minster was born in Norristown, Pennsylvania, He's been publishing horror short stories in major magazines and horror anthologies since 1990, and operating an international business career in the technology sector since the 80s. In July 2018, his debut middle-grade horror novel, Dream Jacker, was born of nightmares. You can learn more about John at johnjamesmister.com, and he's our guest today on the Sunbury Press Book Show. John, welcome. Good morning, Lawrence and Tori. So, Norristown. Tell me about growing up in Norristown. What was that like? Yeah, uh, good question. <laughs> uh, it was uh, different back in the day, but uh, yeah, it, it, the, I was uh, right on a border. Mm -hmm. So that that border, uh, I was a short walk, a sixty-second walk from the border that separated where you went to high school or school. Uh, so I did not go through the Norristown school district. I went through uh, colonial Plymouth white marsh and whatnot, uh, but did most of my living in Norristown, which was um, bizarre, very, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it has a reputation. I'm sure you know that. Uh, and it's well-earned. Yeah, I had a had a good friend early in my working career. I, I also have an IT career, a uh, long one as well, and a guy from Norristown, and, and he was a character. So I, I won't say anything more about Norristown, except that I think it's an interesting start to the conversation because the the novel, The Undertaker's Daughter, if I'm not mistaken, is set maybe not in Norristown, but around the area, right? Yeah, it 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 does. Uh, certainly, um, the setting is is that area. Um, when it, <laughs> Nor Norristown has Schuylkill River cuts right through. Okay, the, the Schuylkill River starts way up, even further north of you, uh, but then it terminates at the Delaware River. So a lot of my stories do. Uh, uh, involve that that awful polluted river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Schuylkill River. We used to call the expressway the Shorekill Expressway. Maybe you all called it that too. So, I grew up in Berks County in Reading, and and Norristown was uh, you know between Philadelphia and uh, and Reading, and so. It was it was a place that I drove past going to work in like King of Prussia or maybe visited for lunch when my buddy was there, but um, yeah, it it's very much a can be a rough town, can be an interesting town. Certainly, certainly it's got a Philly vibe to it as well, I think. And 
Anyway, very interesting yeah. that uh, this is sort of a southeastern Pennsylvania setting for the story. Uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan and his movies uh, set in the area. I don't know, is there something about southeast Pennsylvania and horror? Um, you know, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I, I'm curious why M. Night Shyamalan, you, you know, uh, that was actually, he he, he filmed a, a good bit of that, uh, the Mark Wahlberg scenes in a diner uh, right off of what is known as Nut Road or uh, Route 23 at a diner where I used to go every day. You know, I knew the owners quite well, uh, and he converted it uh, from something called the G Lodge uh, into whatever he put signs up there for the movie and whatnot. And right. Yeah. So, uh, but it's, it's an old area. Uh, it's Valley Forge park. I do have a lot of stories that take place there. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, a uh, it can be scary, you know, that this area has reportedly haunted houses. The general Wayne Inn mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, near me and it's very, supposedly very haunted famous for that so yeah so yeah so when did you first get interested in horror i mean people don't always gravitate to writing horror but maybe being a horror fan certainly lots of people do that so did that evolve that way and and how'd you get started Uh, it's just always always been that way um as a as a kid i read everything that my parents had the entire world book encyclopedia, all of their readers digest books, uh, pretty much of a homebody as a kid, uh, and an avid reader. And, uh, after reading all 27 Hardy boys books, which had a little bit of little bit of horror, you know, kind of like Scooby-Doo sort of, uh, um, you know, it's not really horror, but, uh, I knew what I liked by the age of seven or eight. Uh, and graduated up to Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft, um, whatever I could lay my hands on. And uh, thankfully, Stephen King wrote, published Carrie in the early 70s. I think it was 74. And that really opened the floodgates. Um, he, I, I credit him with saving the genre. It was, it was uh, people weren't, authors weren't focused on it. Um, and, you know, after reading Bram Stoker and Mary Shelley and Lovecraft and Poe over and over, uh, it was good to have a fresh voice there with Stephen King. Uh, so my whole life, you know, it's, uh, horror books, horror movies. I just searching for the next tingle of fear. (laughs) Yeah. I love it, and it, it, it's quite a quite a leap from the Hardy Boys to H.P. Lovecraft to Carrie. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> and I can say the Undertaker's daughter is definitely not a Hardy Boys mystery, <laughs> nor is it Nancy Drew. Although there's a little bit of uh, you know the protagonist might start out that way, but tell tell us a little bit about just the plot, the uh, the setting, maybe a little bit about the story of the Undertaker's daughter. So, you know, the, the, the way it started, um, I, oddly, I've wanted to research and write about a golem uh, for some time. And the story is about a golem, not to not to give any spoilers, but um, 
I heavily researched the golem and uh, had a couple of three, maybe three pages of notes uh, on everything I was able to dig up. Uh, and I created a Word document, a formatted Word doc named, the title of it was Golem, but I had no clue what I was going to write about. I just had all this knowledge in my head about golems now. And I stared at that blank page and the entire setting, you asked about the setting, uh, the characters, their names, their personalities, uh, their interactions, the, the protagonists, the antagonists, um, it all just came to me within 60 seconds, like a daydream movie. Wow. So, and uh, my job then over the next, uh, I could probably put, I don't know, maybe 80 to 100 hours into the first draft, if that. Um, uh, it was just trying to uh, get that movie down into that that's the job uh turn it from a visual into into the written page uh while trying to um uh try <laughs> trying to maintain some of that creepy visual yeah well hold that thought john because we're going to take a break i'm talking to john james minster the author of the undertaker's daughter we'll be right back Sunbury Press Books brings you the work of authors from many genres. If you are into horror, thrillers, or fantasy, check out our Hellbender Books imprint, Thomas Malaforina's Maliformed Reality series, The Thirteenth Child by Nick Korolev, The State Changer series by Chris Fenwick, or the psychological thrillers of Keith Rommel. Find these and other works at the Hellbender Books tab and all works of fiction and nonfiction at sunburypress.com. All right, we're back talking to John James Minster the author of The Undertaker's Daughter. We're talking about golems. And no, we're not talking about the Tolkien character. We're talking about the uh, the animated creature of, I guess, Abrahamic mythology, perhaps reality, who knows. Uh, but this is sort of almost like a Frankenstein story, but in the 21st century. Would I be describing that accurately? Uh, yes, yes, or... or like the Disney movie, uh, the cartoon where the star mouse, uh, uh, resurrects, uh, brooms. He, he provides simple souls into these brooms to carry his water. Uh, but things don't, uh, turn out so well for the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say things don't turn out too well for some of the people in this book either. <laughs> but before we get, before we get into that, um, the book opens, and, and I was enthralled by the detail that you have uh, about a mortician's work, an undertaker's work. You you really get into uh, some of the procedures and uh, processes involved. Uh, where did that come from? Do you have any experience with that? Because it sure sure looked like you hung out at, uh, <laughs> at funeral homes or something to do some research. No, I, actually, I have zero experience with anything uh, <laughs> uh, related to the Undertaker's daughter. Uh, just just research, but um, I thought I thought you know most people, even though they're reading fiction, they know they're reading fiction. They enjoy learning. That I, I believe that firmly in my heart. So I like to learn, and I believe readers like to learn. So uh, I did my time and I researched uh, the process, the uh, embalming process. 
And um, personally, uh, I think I'd rather be cremated. Than- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, some of the incisions they have to make, some of the, um, let's just say, the the effects they look for to counteract the inevitable decay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a very macabre, morbid beginning to uh, a novel that you just don't quite know where it's going to go. Um, <laughs> you know, like like what's going on in this this mortician's place? And the her father is uh, Anna's father is quite a character. He seems to have an interesting sense of humor. Um, yeah, I mean, how much how much of her father is sort of your personality? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, do we pattern these characters after real people? Um, yeah, I'd say uh, if if there's any character in The Undertaker's Daughter that is me, uh, has most of uh, most of the characteristics are my own, it would probably be Dave Dingle, the father of The Undertaker. Um, uh, certainly none of the others. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the character Anna is, I guess, what seventeen, eighteen years old, just graduating high school, senior in high school. Is, is what's the age range for the right. main characters? Yeah. Right. So, so they're they're in their uh, their transit. It starts in their junior year, uh, right before their summer off, and and uh, in the fall, their senior year begins. So they start out as 17, but uh, uh, they end up 18 uh, by the end. So yeah, yeah and it, you know, and it's very typical in a lot of horror films and novels to have that uh, transitioning new adult kind of uh, age group involved. What is it about that that makes makes for scarier uh, situations? Is it just the naivete of the characters, or? Um, their their desire to explore new things. I, I don't know. You tell me. I'd say both. Uh, well said, Lawrence. Um, also, that um, you know, most of these slasher movies, horror movies, gore movies, uh, they seem to have a theme of uh, uh, punishment for uh, premarital sex. Uh, that that seems to be the theme of of most of these uh, movies. You know, these kids experiment uh, against their parents' wishes, and then they get horribly punished to the death uh, by the by the pro uh, antagonist. Um, but no, that 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 didn't really enter into it. Uh, it was more the the fact that young people their their brains aren't developed. Uh, that that's a fact. That's why insurance company actuaries, uh, you know, you can't rent a car until you're 25 without paying huge additional fees. Uh, most accidents happen in the, in the younger age range. Uh, why people are allayed, uh, uh, considered pediatric until they're age 26. So, uh, you know, the, the, the brain itself, the chemistry in the brain is changing. So these young characters are want to do things that you and I wouldn't risk doing because our brains are more mature and settled. So they they make the perfect uh, horror story characters. Kids, yeah. they do rash things. So what you're telling me is old Dave would never animate a corpse in his basement, but maybe his daughter would. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
but he'd write a great song about it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, like Tory would. Um, <laughs> no, no, Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I think they're the perfect uh, age to experiment with old Abrahamic magic. Very intelligent, highly intelligent kids, but taking dumb risks. Yeah, yeah. All too often, uh, unfortunately. Well, we're going to take another break. We're talking to John James Minster, the author of The Undertaker's Daughter. We'll be right back. Sunbury Press Books is the home of independent authors and thinkers. Radio Free Press is our imprint for politics and social issues. Check out authors such as Pat LaMarche, author of Still Left Out in America, The State of Homelessness in the United States, Jason Altmyer's Dead Center, and A Year of Change and Consequences by Mark Single. Find out more by clicking the Books tab at sunburypress.com. We're back with John James Minster, the author of The Undertaker's Daughter, talking about the, the errors of youth and the risks taken, I guess you could say. Um, this novel, having uh, helped edit it, I have to say it's, uh, it develops this eerie feeling around the whole undertaking business and also um, dealing with criminals who, uh, um, you know, prison, prison deaths and that, that kind of thing. So you, you get an in, some insights into some unusual things you might not normally think about in your day-to-day life. And of course, then the story really builds. Um, it, it's very much, uh, when you were talking about translating the visual into words, I think you did an excellent job of that because it, it just plays out like you can see this on the screen as, as an, as the next big horror movie. Um, you know, it has all those elements. It has the smart stuff around the science and the, the uh, medical and the, sort of the philosophical, the religious, and then you get into all your, your, some of your tropes that you see in horror movies and typical things, but you expect, you know, that in the genre to have those kinds of things. And uh, some really darkly humorous scenes as well. I must hand it to you. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you see this uh, becoming a movie? Do you think this is possible? Do you have any connections there? Oh, absolutely. Uh, again, it was, it started as a, a complete, movie in my head um and uh yeah there i have uh friends uh, you know the horror movie hollywood horror movie producer friends uh who will end up reading this book uh, so where it, it if it ever ends up on screen uh that's it's entirely possible yeah and you say you, you had this all play out in your head. Do you have a psychologist? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, sort of. But <laughs> I actually haven't talked to you a bit. I know you're a perfectly rational human being, but what an imagination, John. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you take us into some dark uh, dark places. <laughs> and I, I don't want to spoil anything, but he describes something like a raccoon. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that just was, was pretty funny. Uh, you'll have to read the book to find the raccoon scene um <laughs> we won't say anything more about it <laughs> yeah. The, yeah so um but let me ask you um you know what are you doing to promote the book is there anything you have lined up i know we got a bunch of review copies going out and it's it's in the process of being released right now here as we get into early november so uh tell us some of the ac- activities you got lined up 
Well, it's it's uh, certainly social media. Uh, there's a, a following there, and uh, they are aware. The followers are aware. The followers, uh, the 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 number of followers is growing. Um, as people start to post, read, and post reviews of the book, uh, which have been a hundred percent positive to enthusiastic uh, reviews from, and my my base, if you will, are hardcore horror readers, but also, you know, it's a it's a broad genre. Uh, some some readers of quote unquote horror think that like ghost story the patrick swayze movie mm -hmm. Demi Moore, uh they consider that horror because it's a romance with a ghost uh so th these type these types of readers are also reading it and yeah they're skimming over some of the extreme uh horror parts uh that that other readers gobble up that's what they expect um they may skim over some of the more extreme but um uh, even they, the readers of the romance with a ghost story, considered horror, uh, are enjoying the full story. So I'm, um, I'm really happy about these reviews. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome because uh, you know, you never know how that's going to go, and I, I'm happy to hear that. I, I think people are picking up on the, the good writing that that's here, the excellent imagination the depth that you go into some of the techniques and science, like I've already said. So it shows that you've done some research to create a, a very interesting yarn here that uh, to some degree, it has to be somewhat plausible, right? You have to think that, well, maybe this could happen. And then, and then you go from there. So uh, well done. And glad to hear the reviews are, are coming in. Now, I have to ask you though, uh, is there going to be an undertaker's daughter too? <laughs> he's absolutely. back you know you know how these guys never die right yeah absolutely not if uh some hollywood producer wants to turn it into a franchise and that's great but uh no no it's uh one and done yeah. on to the on to the next nightmare yeah well it's quite a nightmare and uh, i don't know i i i uh when reading it was thinking rob zombie would probably get into this uh it was sort of <laughs> You know that sort of genre of horror, and uh, yeah, to have too much of it might be uh, it might might wear out. Yeah, <laughs> in more in more ways than one. Um, so, what else are you working on, John? Is there anything else you have planned? Uh, any, any new ideas coming into that that mind of yours? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it it is it, it's born of of uh, either nocturnal nightmares, which are every night, every night. Um, I can remember nightmares I had at the age of six or seven, and they I recall them today with uh, crystalline clarity. Uh, you know, who remembers their dreams, right? I remember them uh like 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 events that actually happened like memories yeah so, so the well has not run dry uh i finished a dystopian uh horror uh called rise of the golgoths rise of the golgoths uh it's a it's an end of world scenario and um another 
that I am largely finished um, is the hand of Hubal. Hubal was a, a pre-Islamic uh, a desert god, mm-hmm. the top top god, um, and that that's a particularly fascinating uh, uh, area of research. I did a, many deep dives there. And also a uh, collection of horror short stories, each of which is completely different and totally unrelated. But the title is The Vengeful Dead, because that is the one thread that runs throughout all these stories. Uh, dead does not mean dead. And when it's pissed off, it comes back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I'm a little worried about these nightmares, though. Uh were you eating too many Oreos before you went to bed? I mean, what was going on there? <laughs> no, no, no. Just uh, how I'm wired, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, maybe maybe uh, most people dream of peaceful, serene lakes and fluffy clouds like cotton candy and, you know, things like that. But no, I, I was not so lucky, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Now, did you have any nasty clowns in your dreams or, or puppets or dolls that moved around your room? No, 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 it, it, uh, I, I never did. Um, dark spirits that stood at the foot of your bed or like demons that whispered in your ear. I mean, or were they just like ghosts or is this just more like psych, like, Oh my God, I don't want something bad to happen to me kind of nightmares. Yeah. I, I think, well, like I say, they're, they're movies, they're detailed. You know, I, I'll, I'll think back on one when I was, uh, six or seven, uh, I was riding my, little five-speed bicycle in the dark in my neighborhood i stopped to rest and these three killer robots i could see them under the street lamp near my home uh they were uh, programmed to to find me and kill me um and and that was uh you know, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. so i had that terminator slash uh mystery science theater 3000 that's what the robots look like <laughs> I, I had those dreams long before those guys ever thought it up you know so uh it's just my head I, what can i do well, John, we're just about out of time, and what I'd like to do is to continue to give you an outlet to uh, to vent this stuff so it doesn't turn into anything bad <laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah, thank you. They're coming, they're coming for me. Uh, hey, you should, you should look under your bed. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe some dust bunnies. Who knows what's there? This is an old house, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John, it's been great talking to you. We do have to wrap up. Um yeah, looking forward to this book just being a bestseller. I, I think it's on its path. And a, and a Rob Zombie movie or this other producer you're talking about. Any closing comments you'd like to leave the audience with? Uh, yeah, just um, uh, be sure to check under your beds because that thing under it that you, you're afraid of, it's, it's real. <laughs> and it's going to eat you alive feet first. You'll be screaming. So... All right, there's the public service announcement from John James Minster, <laughs> horror author of The Undertaker's Daughter and many other nightmares he's putting to pen. <laughs> it was good talking to you. All right, we'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Sunbury Press Book Show on the BookSpeak Network. Check out our website at www.sunburypress.com for our latest releases. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to receive special offers and discounts.